Today on episode 477 of I Am Salt Lake Podcast, we get a chat with our new friend Ruben, the owner and founder of the Bombdilla Food Truck. Oh my gosh, this guy has such an, an amazing story. We got to talk to him about what motivated him to start the Bombdilla Food Truck. Of course, business obstacles that he had to overcome. And of course, we got into depth on his amazing quesadillas. Uh, we're going to get into that here in just a second. But before we get into that conversation, I think we should introduce ourselves. I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Hey, what's up? My name's Chris Hollifield. And I married him. And if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you probably knew that. And thanks for joining us again. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you might be wondering what it's all about. Well, we're here every week with a brand new episode where we get to showcase awesome people who live in and around Salt Lake City and the surrounding areas. We get to talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. All right. I am Salt Lakers. Are you guys ready for this uh, story? The story of the Bondilla food truck. Here's that conversation that we had with Ruben, the face behind the food truck. This one's good, you guys. Enjoy. Let's start at the beginning, man. Tell us how, now, well, actually, is it Bombdilla or Bombdilla? Dilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. this is important. You know what? Yes, no, this is this is very, very important. This is something that we should definitely start off. So, yes, it's Bombdilla. And I'm going to go ahead, and if you're okay with it, I'm going to jump into how that name started. Yeah. Like, yes, so, but I'm also just going to say I was right, because Bombdilla sounds cooler than Bombdilla. Yes, right, yes, continue. yes. And believe me, and I looked into like the encyclopedia, the dictionary. How can I spell Bombdilla? Like, am I still, am I, like, is there a different, am I missing like a silent letter into it? But no, I mean, everywhere I've looked, Bombdilla quesadilla. I know like Dilla, but I'm like, you know what? It's Bombdilla. The name that was kind. So that's the story kind of behind the name. How it originated, so I'm not from Salt Lake. I, I, I moved here five years ago, and I was I was brought here because I was just kind of done with L.A. Um, L.A., I was uh, taken in through the ringer, born and raised in the San Fernando Valley, um, and just, you know, it's a rough place where, you know, we're not so much rough where we grew up, but, you know, everybody has their different stories of how they were raised, where were they brought up and all that stuff. But me in general, just, you know, living, I felt like I was just in this cycle of working, 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 and then just, you know, working my tail off and not really going anywhere. So, I, you know, I moved here and um, decided to, I was working for a corporate company uh, delivering uniforms. Um, there was a local company called G&K. They got bought out by Cintas Corporation. Um, so I was working with them for about a year and a half. And then I kind of moved up in the ranks uh, within that company, became a salesperson. And that's when the whole transition of uh, they were being bought out by Cintas Corporation. Um, then, you know, it was, we were getting tossed around like rag dolls. No sense of direction. Everybody's like, oh, just wait, 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 wait. And, and I came across a, this little U-Haul food truck. Uh, out here in the city of Layton. And it just, for some reason, it just felt right. And just something like, you know what, I've always, I've always been passionate about the kitchen. Um, if it wasn't for football, food is my comfort zone. The kitchen is my domain is where I feel most at ease. Or if I'm ever stressed out or anything like that, I hop in the kitchen and that's where I just let everything go. 
you know, and that's just kind of where I just kind of go. And it's my, it's literally my comfort zone. And, and also it's, it's also my place where I love to be in and I love to entertain people and see people smile through food, you know? Um, so I know we're kind of a little all around here. So no, that's, the joy, really podcast, yeah, that's the joy of a podcast, man. That's the joy of a podcast is jumping I mean, all around. I'm like, like listening to your, I'm hanging on your every word, but I have to cool, know. Cool, cool, cool. How like how did you pick quesadilla based idea for a food truck? With my my story of LA, so I had a business partner in Los Angeles. Um, I started cooking for this gentleman when I came out of high school. He owned a hot dog joint in 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 the valley, and um, really good guy. Just took me under his wing since day one. He always told me, Ruben, you have this energy. You have this. There's something about you that one day I know you're going to either open up one of my restaurants or you're going to do something great for yourself. And, you know, at 19, 18 years old, I didn't really think much about it. I was just kind of like, okay, cool. You know, like I love the kitchen. Give me an opportunity. I'll wash dishes, whatever, to kind of get myself going. At the age of 25, I got a phone call or 26, got a phone call that he's like, hey, um, you're ready to start your own restaurant. And I'm like, um, yeah, um, what's up? And he's like, I want to open up my second location. I thought of you. And I was like, okay, great. You know, heck yeah, let, let's, uh, well, what's on the table? He's like, well, I have you and my nephew that I want you guys to open this place up. It was in Sierra Madre, California, which was just like 20, 20 minutes from the valley of North Hollywood where he had his first location. Long story short, you know, we I got into it. My... My, my mom, you know, my, I might say a lot about my mom because she is my the person that always believed in me to this day. And uh, she actually believed in me when to open up this restaurant where, you know, I had maybe less than five thousand dollars in my own personal savings. And when, when I was given this opportunity to, to partner up and to be uh, in this food uh, restaurant with this uh, with this gentleman, you know, I needed, you know, around twenty five thousand dollars. So my mom, you know, out of out of anything, she's like, son, I'll, I'll believe in you. You know, I know you're gonna go doing good things, even though I didn't know who I knew who the owner was, but I didn't know who his nephew was, and that was kind of the curveball of me jumping into this. Were you guys business partners? Like you were a business partner with his nephew? Correct. So Ooh. that was kind of the thing. He's like, yeah. you guys are gonna pay me a percentage, but this is your business partner. XX name. And, you know, for for a kid that has immigrant parents that came to this country to pursue a better life, just to try to get us from, you know, raising us to be where we are today. Um, you know, my mom, like I said, she pretty much pulled out her life savings and was like, here, son, go open up your restaurant. Go, I, I know one day you'll give it back to me. I know you're going to you're going to do great things. And, uh, that's so you know, badass, I, by the way. Shout yeah, out to your mom. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom, my mom is, uh, she's, she's everything to me. That's Cause so I wouldn't bad. be here where I'm at. I, I, you know, we've come from the lowest of lows and we're still climbing this, 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 this mountain. You know, I still, I still have a mission. I know, and I'm on a mission right now to continue to grow what I have now. But long story short, that business partner lasted only four months after my family and I, 
went in day in and day out to literally take a sushi restaurant and it was, was pretty much disgusting down to the ground zero. We converted it. We put in hours of labor work. I had my family in there helping us out. And again, my mom, you know, like she's just a hardworking person that came from nothing and she gave me her life savings to start something. And for that to be taken away in less than four months was uh, was something really, really hard for me. And I'll never forget that. And, and I think that's where a lot of my drive comes to this day of where I'm at in my life. Everything I do, I, I'm just, I'm hungry. And I think about the opportunity that I was given. And in less than four months, it was taken away from me. You know, I, I just show up one day and he's like, hey, um, I don't think this is going to work out. Here's your, here's your, your half of your cut. Here's your money that you invested in, you know, let's part ways. And, you know, he's, he came from a family that's been business background for many years. All his uncles is everybody's business, business, business lawyer. Like they, they have all their structural things in play where me, I'm a kid that was given an opportunity and, and I didn't know much or how to go about, well, what do I do from here? I'm just kind of like, okay, well, um, I guess I got to call a lawyer and just be like, okay, well, I'm going to take this money and you know what? Cool. Like, uh, I'm not going to fight, you know, I'm not going to fight, you know? So, um, yeah, ended up parting ways, you know, we kind of, you know, did all the legal things just, you know, make sure, you know, and come to find out the dude didn't even last a year. That's all I know. Uh, we, he we signed a year and within that year, uh, he shut down the restaurant. And, you know, and everybody tells me to this day, he's like, Ruben, it's because you weren't in there. It's because this, I'm like, you know, hey, it is what it is. I have, I learned from it. How difficult it would be without you. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. So it is what it is, but that's what, that's where I'm here now in Utah. Um, You know, I decided to leave LA just to um, pursue a better life for my future of, my my little one, my, I'm married, so I definitely want a good future for my my wife, my, my kids, my future kids. Um, I've had half family here for over 10 years that have been here in Utah, and they've always told me, hey, come up to Utah, come up to Utah, you know? And um, yeah, I, I decided to move here for, I had a pretty good job in LA after that. I, I was able to go back to my nine to five. But the crazy thing, even to this day of why I moved, I moved to Utah for a 13 an hour, a dollar an hour uh, job, which is still crazy to me. And it always minds blowing me. And I look back at it. I'm like, I literally decided to leave within seven days and leave Los Angeles and leave, uh, you know, everything I had going on. I, I also had like a small little, I did Hollywood security for seven years also on the side with okay. me and my buddy right after high school. So yeah, I, I'm a fluffy guy. I was, you know, I had a nice body at one point in my life, but now, you know, married life, it changes you. But yeah, so I did, I did that for, for, for many years after also high school, just kind of my, my, my little side hustle to kind of get me through where not my, my regular nine to five. So I did that for many years. Um, but yeah, I decided just to literally like, it's crazy how everything just fell into place. Like I literally told my wife, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to Utah. I found a, a dry cleaning service job where I'm going to just go and deliver uniforms and, 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 you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, that is so cool. That's like the ultimate, we're just going to try something. Let's go, let's go do it. 
yeah, like let's let's go do it. Like I'm 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 over LA. I'm 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 done. I've I love my city. It's it's the city that made me. And and you know, believe me, like uh, it's it's who I am. Like I I love my home. I love California. But I was like, you know what? Like I, I want something better. I want something better. And I literally decided to. I still remember everything how I told my fiance at the at the time where I told like, hey, I'm going to Utah. Um, I got a job and. Um, I think this is this is going to be good for us, and um, she just rolled with it. We rolled with it, and uh, we're you know lucky, was able lucky. to come. Yeah, yeah lucky, yeah, very yeah, lucky, and um, man, yeah, awesome. yeah, supportive. Yeah, she supported me. She has supported me even through my my crazy quesadillas, through all my craziness. But yeah, so we were here. We I came here, and uh, you know was was doing the corporate job for a year and a half. And then, um, like I said, I, I, you know, this company was being bought out. And for some reason, like I said, I've always had that dream of opening up something again or doing something on my own because I, I just I love food. Everything about me is food. I love entertaining. I love making people happy through food. So I found that truck in Layton one day. And once again, you know, I, I we were here for maybe we had moved out here six months after that, after we did the whole wedding thing. So it's been like, it was, I got promoted within a year from that company. Then I got moved up to sales and then we were going through that tossing and turning. And then I saw that truck and I was just like, man, I couldn't stop thinking about this truck. And then I, you know, once again, I called my mom and I was like, mom, I, I want to start a food truck business. Like I want to, I want to do it again, you know, but this time it's by myself. And, you know, Lord behold, like she, she, was like, dude, son, do it, please. Like, let, let's do it. Let's, let, let's go for it. Whatever you need, we're we're here to back you up, you know. And once again, my mom was like, you know, here you go. I'll help you out with whatever I can. I I I was. We just recently got married. I, I found out I was having a kid on the way. Um, Congratulations, you know, by you the know way. What I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. It was crazy, and uh, and and we just went for it. And you know, from day and night, I started thinking, what am I going to do in this food truck? And there was actually uh, a video that I saw of a gentleman back in, in L.A. Um, he's actually called All Flavor, No Grease, uh, a, a kid from Compton. And uh, he started making quesadillas from his front yard. Basic quesadillas, no you know, just says, you know, just quesadillas. Like right in his front yard? Like, just like right in his front yard. Yeah. Dude, I front would totally go and, buy those, though. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he... You know, he was just a dude, you know, and and started doing things. And social media is is free advertisement. A lot of people don't understand how social media, Instagram, Facebook, that is free advertisement all day long. And a gentleman that started from selling quesadillas in his front yard to the guy has blown up, you know, all because of a social media post. And and I started thinking, okay, what am I going to do out here? And then I'm like, man, quesadillas. Quesadillas are so universal. It's like a hamburger. It's like a pizza. You can fill them up with anything that you could imagine. Like you can, if you imagine it, you could throw it in a quesadilla. So, you know, one day I just started thinking like, okay, I'm, what am I going to do? What, how am I going to, you know, what do I want to do? And I was like, quesadillas. And I literally overnight just started playing with things in the, in the kitchen. And I came up with five quesadillas. And then I'm like, okay, I think this is what we're going to do. It sounds and, like we need to you come know, to our house at dinner time. I'll be more than happy to have you guys over my house. <laughs> we come over to your house, man, and cook, and cook. Like I said, I love entertaining. I love cooking. I love cooking. But um, so cool. 
Yeah, so you know, we we started Bomb Dilla four years ago. Bomb Dilla literally came, the name came about. I literally walked into the downtown Salt Lake City where you register your business. I walked in there knowing that I was gonna register my business. And I walk in and the lady tells me, What's your business name? And I'm like looking at her kind of dumb I'm like, um, good question. Let me be right back. <laughs> and, and, and I go outside the building and I immediately call my wife and I'm like, babe, I'm like, I'm here. I'm about to register our name. What are we going to call our business? She's like, uh, well, quesadillas. And then she's like, your food is bomb. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, yeah, my food's bomb. And quesadillas. And she's like, bomb dilla. Quesadilla. Yes, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. Bomb Dilla, you should like say, yeah. And she's like, Bomb Dilla. And I'm like, done, say no more. Bomb Dilla. So and I awesome. walk back up those stairs. And then I'm like, Bomb Dilla, miss. She's like, go ahead and type it in that computer, see if anybody owns that name here in Utah <laughs> or anything. And lo and behold, Bomb Dilla came about. And, um, you know, we, we, we got Bomb Dilla rolling. I, uh, I parked outside my cousin's house one, uh, like, you know, kind of when I started brainstorming my things, I fed 50 of his neighbors with my ideas that, you know, I had that I wanted to bring out here. And we did a little little comment box on what was good, what was bad, what can I improve on or anything like that. And and I literally did not find, I mean, I maybe found one bad comment out of the 50, but it was maybe just for presentation purpose, but everybody was just blown away. And I'm just like, well, I, I, th- I think I'm going to just run with it and, and, and not look back. And, uh, you know, four years later, we're here. Bomb Dilla literally started in Bountiful on 500, on 500, uh, like 500 West, I think it is. I used to park next to a McDonald's. I didn't know where to go, what to do. I just knew, you know, I just knew I wanted to get my name out there. And I literally started next to a McDonald's and I always told myself, you know, it's crazy how people can go through these chain restaurants and knowing how fast and like they, they're, they're on a time crunch, but they can wait through a drive through service and maybe get a, a semi cooked me or like not so warm food and they're on the go so i told myself i'm like you know what if i park here every day i guarantee i'm gonna just get one person maybe to come one day then the second person will maybe come and i stuck that out for literally almost six months where there would be days where i would make less than a hundred dollars like i wouldn't make anything all day because people would see this little u-haul box truck and probably quesadillas are like, oh, you know, I'm not going to go or I, McDonald's is faster. McDonald's is faster, you know. And then little by little, I started having people coming little by little. And then social media started getting into play. People started reposting this and this. And, uh, you know, I'm, my name started to get out there. And then uh, I kind of got some help also from a uh, big Buddha from Fox 13. He's actually a, an, uh, an L.A. native. So, you know, he did a little segment for me and then that blew up and. You know, little by little, it, it came from us parking in a corner, me not knowing that if Utah's going to grasp to the ideas, the crazy ideas that I have and want to serve. And it literally took me about two years to really actually see some profit and and really actually, you know, see my ideas go. And, um, you know, four years later, you know, I'm here. I sold my baby truck. I built a bigger truck um, for more production, just more doing wanting to do more and more to continue to grow here and um you know we have a great social media following 
you know, and, and I'm just, like I said, I'm just a kid from LA trying to, trying to make my stamp here in this, this wonderful state of Utah. Um, it, it's incredible. The state that we live in this, this state is, is an entrepreneur state for sure. If you have an idea and if you want to start a business, Utah's such a beautiful place to go ahead and, and, and make your dreams a reality. And, uh, it's something, like I said, I started from nothing and, you know, I kind of see our business growing and Utah has high mountains and I know I'm climbing those mountains and I'm slowly going to get to the top where, you know, I can, I can see Bombdilla grow and grow and, you know, just trying to, trying to take our business to another level. All right. It's that time of the podcast where we're going to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. Hey, utahmarijuana.org, they are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I know we got a lot of listeners that don't even know that uh, medical marijuana is legal here in Utah now, and utahmarijuana.org is going to help you out with that. They have a team of medical cannabis experts, and they make getting your medical card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. All right. And I'm not sure if we have any North Salt Lake or Bountiful area podcast listeners, anybody up there north uh, north of Salt Lake, utahmarijuana.org. They have a location right next door to Wholesome Co., right in Bountiful, right by Costco there. The address is 580 West, 100 North, number four. So depending on where you're located in the valley, they have a location just for you. Hey, isn't it time that you took control of your own health? utahmarijuana.org feel better. Let's go back and talk about these different quesadillas that you have available, man. You mentioned that you have five five different flavors though. And actually I want to also mention, so on your website, I was looking, is that smaller U-Haul? That's the U-Haul you're talking about too on the, on the yeah, website, Yeah, right? so that's, that's my, that's the little U-Haul I started with. And yeah, you've upgraded yeah. now to a bigger, bigger thing it's now. A legit, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on my website right now. We just finished doing some promo videos of all of our new stuff. So yeah, I have uh, I have a legit food truck now. I got a 1988 uh, P Chevrolet, little, uh, you know, not little, but she's a big girl. And uh, yeah, she's uh, from coming from 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 where we started to where we're at now. I'm grateful. I'm humbled. Um, you know, like I said, I started from the bottom and um, I feel like I'm slowly working myself up. I mean, I'm trying to just continue to grow and and share this passion that I have of just like I said, I keep saying it's like I lo- I want to I want to see people smile through food, you know, and that's that's my biggest joy. You know, and like I said, I, I love being in the kitchen. I can be day in and day out. Um, you know, I wake up in the mornings and knowing that I'm not working a nine to five. I'm working for myself and I'm going out. And um, working on a food truck, going to different places, seeing different people every day, like I'm living the American dream. I really am, you know, and, and, and it's it's like I said, there's no greater feeling of me just going and talking to people, 
you know, explaining to people, hey, look, we do quesadillas out of your ordinary. Give us a try and let me know what you think, you know, and it's just a beautiful thing. Like, I, I love what I do. I really love what I do. The quesadillas, the flavors of quesadilla. Kinds yeah, of quesadillas I'm looking at them right now and I want to eat all of what, them. I, I mean, I guess we could look on the website, but we got to tell our listeners what, what, what this guy's got. Yeah, yeah. So, so quesadillas. So these quesadillas, I started Hot Cheetos as a kid. For us, when mom used to, dad used to give me a dollar, hot Cheetos, when, when hot Cheetos were 99 cents, you know, you get a nice big old bag for Doritos were a dollar back in the days, like hot Cheetos were always our go-to. Like we love spicy food. We love the, just hot Cheetos in general. I know I'm interrupting, but how long have spicy Cheetos been around? Because I thought they were super new. Am I just like out of the loop with food? Super they new. started. Yeah. No, they've been around since the nineties. Oh so man, there's, I'm so and actually, I just yeah, I actually, I actually follow the creator of Hot Cheetos, and his story is amazing. He's a, he's nice. actually this guy would a, know, right? No, I would. I mean, yeah, like it's just. I mean, yeah, I mean, I deal with Hot Cheetos. I love Hot Cheetos, and it's just kind of our, our crazy thing that we do. But yeah, he was actually a gentleman that he was a janitor that used to work in the Cheeto factory. And uh, he's a Hispanic gentleman. He used to be a janitor. And then out of nowhere, he had this idea. And, you know, he spoke to somebody within the Cheeto Corporation like, hey, I want to do this. He had a, a vision and and Hot Cheetos came about. He's he's a great uh, um, speaker. Also, he's a motivational speaker also. And I listen to a bunch of his stuff, too. And uh, things that I've gotten, um, like I said, that have you know, help me in my life to, to, to help me grow as a, as a young entrepreneur. But yeah, so quesadillas. So we're known and our number one seller is the Cali killer. What's in the Cali killer? Like the Cali killer. So all of our quesadillas are, they start off with a 10 inch raw tortilla that we get here from a local company called La Flor Tortillas. They serve like their tortillas are amazing. You know, you can get your pre-cooked tortillas there, but they're too thick. These are thin and they come to me uncooked so that I cook them as I'm assembling and you get the most freshest or like it, it just they're, they're amazing. 10 inch tortilla. You get cheese at the bottom, a mixture of Monterey Jack and cheddar. We put our, our uh, carne asada seasoning to, that we get here from a local uh, butcher here in Utah. Um, so you get your carne asada and then you get three sauces. Our, all of our sauces are, ho are, are homemade. We have our chipotle uh, sauce that we put there, our homemade guacamole and sour cream. And then you get a small like 20 ounce bag of hot Cheetos that we kind of just crush a little bit and we put inside the quesadilla. We fold it and wait till it's nice and toasted and then we just we serve it out. The hot Cheetos, a lot of people say, oh, is it spicy? Is it spicy? Or, oh, I don't like hot Cheetos. But with everything that that goes in there the 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 cream the sour cream and everything you really don't feel the heat from the hot cheetos it's more of like a crunch factor you know and that's always what i tell people like you're gonna get this Sounds crunchy delicious, man yeah you're gonna get this like crunchy people who hate eggs but will eat cookies yeah, yeah eggs exactly and cookies and cookies exactly are delicious. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah so something like that so the cali killer that's our number one selling item Honestly, our, our second most popular item that has that, that has come that I released it last year on my item is called our West Coast. Um, our West Coast is the same tennis tortilla with chicken, uh, bacon crumbles and uh, avocado sauce and ranch. So it's like a chicken bacon avocado concept in a quesadilla. 
people out here go bananas for it. I mean, who doesn't love chicken, bacon, avocado combination? I mean, it goes good on a little sourdough bread, but hey, come try it in a quesadilla and I guarantee you're going to be blown away. Well, like, see, it's, like it's really, really good. Because you don't have the bread washing yes. away all of the actual yes. flavor, yes. right? Yeah, definitely. So, and, and our quesadillas are filling, you know, they're a little, they're a little over a quarter pound each one, 10 inches folded in half, three, four people. Some people can share them. Some people devour them and they can eat one or two. You know, I'm one of those that I used to be able to eat two, but I, I've gone to one and I'm full and I'm good for a good six hours. But so we have the West coast, the Cali killer, our crazy Korean is like a teriyaki based meat that we do. Um, inside with beer batter onion rings, teriyaki glaze sauce that we make, and sour cream. Um, we have a big western, which is your my kind of like my meat and potatoes, my 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 actually my third top seller that Utah people love. They love their meat and meat potatoes and barbecue out here is like a thing. So the big western is barbecue steak, sour cream. We get a little bit of tater tots inside of the quesadilla, and then we fold it, and it, it's literally your meat and potatoes in a nice little half a moon for you. Do you have like an off the wall menu item that you were like uh, a secret? Let, let a me, secret let me rephrase menu. this. Do you have an off the wall item that you would love to put on your menu, but you're too afraid because you're like, this is too bizarre. You, you know, know like what? I, or I would love to try <laughs> this quesadilla, but this thing is just too <laughs> off the wall for me. Yeah. You know what? You know, I, I had that mindset when I was talking to my wife, when I was thinking about the Cali killer hot Cheetos. Okay. Believe me, when I first started doing that, I was, people were like, you know, in LA, in LA, there's such a diverse food culture that everybody just does the most wackiest things with food and it works. Yeah. When, when I left four or five years ago, people were putting hot Cheetos on everything you could imagine. They were making chicken bread, uh, like breading out of hot Cheetos to make like hot Cheeto tenders. Like people were putting hot Cheetos like on pizzas. They were doing like, they were doing like, like burgers and then they would dip them in like a cheese sauce and then dip them in hot Cheeto dust. It was the most incredible thing you would see on Instagram and people were like, oh my God, we got to go try that. So honestly, I think my Cali killer was like my most craziest thing. Like people are saying, dude, I don't think Utah people are going to like hot Cheetos. Like people out here, you know, people out here know what they like. And sometimes when they see something out of the ordinary, they immediately shut down and be like, no, I don't want to try that. No, I don't, I don't want to eat that. No, like, no, I'm going to go over here and just get a plain cheeseburger, you know? But it's like, sometimes I love when those people come to my truck because I literally will challenge them. Like, you know what? If you haven't ever had anything like this, let me serve you. Don't pay me. But if you think it's worth paying for, then go ahead and you pay me. And I literally, everybody I've done that to has always come back and they'll pay for the meal and then give me the most amazing tip that I could be like, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. But like I said, I think in general, the hot Cheeto thing was like the most craziest thing that that I can come up with and to, to, to bring here to Utah. And people have grasped to it. They've been like, oh, my God, this is really good. And then so our quesadillas are like are also are like number one selling item, all of our quesadillas, but all of our items that we do, you don't have to do them in a quesadilla. You can do them on top of loaded tots, kind of like a loaded fries concept, but we use tater tots. So all those, all those ingredients that we use for the inside of the quesadilla, you could also throw them up on top of tater tots and get this big old box of just goodness. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what we're known for is like 
the loaded quesadillas or the loaded tater tots. But, you know, my foundation is quesadillas. Where do you see yourself in like five years, man? Would you like to eventually get yourself into like an actual physical brick and mortar type restaurant type situation? Would uh, uh, you like uh, to of be- course. Yeah, I'd be lying to you if I tell you no. But honestly, a brick and mortar would, would, would be amazing. Um, I would definitely enjoy a brick and mortar. And, uh, you know, as long as I can say brick and mortar and a food truck, even though I genuinely knowing from like my past experience of when I had a brick and mortar to a food truck now, I love the mobileness of it. I love going to different cities here in Utah. And it also helps me out to 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 also get to know Utah more, you know, because this is my home now. Like this is I'm not, I love L.A., but I'm not going back. Like this is my where I think I'm going to retire. I'm going to have my kids, my family grow up through everything here. So I love the fact that I can be at one place here. And da- I'm located in Davis County, but then it's like I go to Salt Lake and then I'll go into Utah County or just I go all over. So. Yes, I would love a storefront, but honestly, I think you'd probably see me more on the food truck than at the storefront, to be honest with you, just because I love the mobility of it and going to different places and meeting new people and, and all that. Not that you don't meet people coming through your windows or coming through your doors at a, at a brick and mortar, but the the thing about just traveling you, in general. You just get to experience different areas. Well, and it's kind of like a new restaurant each night because you're in a different location each night. One night you might be parked out to an outdoor concert. And then the next day you might be at a, at a, at a, you know, an event downtown, a a street fair. And then the next day it might be just a a dive bar. And I'm sure you meet different people at every one, but if you were always in the same location, Mm-hmm. It would be the same people probably coming exactly. through. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Even though some to. people always ask us, like, oh, are you ever at one location? I'm like, no, nah, I mean, one location does sound good, but, you know, like, come meet us here. And if not, we can, we'll be over here in your city. So, um, you know, I, I love the mobility of it. You know, I just, I love that, just being able to travel and, and getting to know Utah in general for me and just, you know, just getting also to, to just like I said, enjoy and, and, and get to know every corner of Utah, you know, because like I said, it's my home now. It's it's the it's the state that's uh, putting a hot plate on my on my table for my family, a roof over my head. So I have to try to embrace it to to the best that I can. I like your attitude, man. I like that. Thank like you. That. What advice would you give somebody like, let's say they're listening and they wanted to start a business, not necessarily even a food related business. But do you have any advice that you might give them? One thing that that I will say this, and, and I've heard it many of times, well, not a lot of people probably emphasize it, but actually like my buddy Phil um, from the clutch truck, you know, is, you know, when he talks to me, he's like, he tells me, he's like, bro, don't ever let anybody tell you that you cannot do it. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And I've heard this plenty of times in other podcasts and stuff like that. I listened to Andy, Andy Frazella. Sorry, I can't pronounce oh, his last yeah, name. Oh, yeah, I love Andy. Dude, I love Andy, man. He's such, he's he's a rock star, dude. I love, I love his podcast and I love his business mentality and all that. But honestly, if I can tell anybody out there, don't ever tell, don't ever listen to anybody, whether you have a crazy idea, whether it's something that maybe it's not going to fit here, either in the state of Utah or something, dude, you you take your idea and run to the hills until you get to the top of that hill. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot do it because you can do anything you want to do. And especially in this great state of Utah, anything is possible. The community here, I love how, you know, COVID just, you know, we had a rough COVID year. It wasn't so much rough. I mean, it was rough, but 
if you know how to hustle and you know how to think outside the box when things get hard, you will survive. And and this is where I kind of love my hunger and where I come from, you know, why I love where I'm from is that I have that hustle in me and that I will go out and try to find it any way I can. And, and you know, whether it's just going back to basics of me parking next to a McDonald's and hoping that one person will come and see me that day or maybe two or three, the sky's the limit. And you said it like, the thing about Utah is the the community is so amazing and so supportive. Yes. And I love the food truck community mm-hmm. because you would think everybody would be competing and, and everything. But no. everyone we talk to like you, you're so supportive of each other. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. I mean, at least my peers and the, the, the food trucks that I've come to know here and everything. And like I said, like, like I learn a lot from my elders. And like I said, Phil is like one of my people that I look up to and see what he does and we share ideas and all that. Like it it really has to be a community thing. You know, we got to help each other out. You know, we got to want to see all of us grow, you know? And uh, I mean, maybe, maybe some of us might grow faster than others. um, But then, you know, at the end of the day, that's up to you, how you run your business and how that, but as far as like, if we ever need help, or if we need, you know, can, hey, can you do this for me and I'll do this for you? The future community, we're there, you know, it, it's awesome. It's a beautiful thing, you know. Sometimes, like, I wish I can take my truck and go somewhere in Salt in, in Salt Lake uh, County and, and, you know, be closer to all the, the my peers over there. But, you know, I'm in Davis County and, you know, the future community is not probably as big here than Salt Lake. But... You know, I, I do. I 100% agree with you. Like, it's it's amazing how everybody, at least that I know and the people that I, you know, have my circle with, like, we they help out. They're there for each other. And it's a beautiful thing. So you're mostly you mostly uh, park up in Davis County then? Is that kind of what I is that uh, what I gather? No. Well, much, I mean, I want to say maybe a 70 30 split. I mean, all, okay. you know, the bread, the bread, the bread and butter is really in Salt Lake. That's where everything is really at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm located in Davis just because it's where I live and it's closer to my commercial kitchen. It's just, it's just a lot makes more sense now for then, you know, some people, like I said, majority of people will stay in Salt Lake because they either live in Salt Lake or they're close to Salt Lake. So you have to have a commercial kitchen, do all that jazz down, down there. But, um, I do a lot of my, like I said, 70, 75% of my business is in Salt Lake. Um, I do a lot of events out here and stuff like that, or, you know, we do a lot of caterings and, 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 um, you know, when things start to warm up and all that, but yeah, like I said, Salt Lake is, is really the hub of where everything is at, you know, where, where everybody likes to hang out at. Well, that's a good, that's a good segue to, we have some Salt Lake city related questions that we ask everybody that comes through here, Ruben. So of course we got to ask you, buddy, Yeah, for uh, sure. you know, let's say your family comes up and that's actually another thing I didn't mention. I'm from Ventura, man. So we're, we're oh, nice. you know, kind of close to the Valley there, you know? Yeah, close, yeah, yeah, so for sure. Heck yeah. Grew up, grew up in Ventura right by the beach there. Oh God. Yota beach was our, was our little, excited me to cut you. No, I used to go to God. Have you heard of Gaviota beach? Uh, it does sound familiar. Sounds familiar. It's a little more up north than Ventura. I can't, I can't remember that, but yeah, but go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, you're good. No, I get it, man. I get it. It's exciting to meet a fellow Californian. But, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. The, you have family and friends that visit, right? And they, they're like, mm-hmm. show us around Utah. Show me around Salt Lake City. Show me around the area. 
where does Ruben take people to? I mean, do you have like a tour, like the mountains, hiking, the Salt Lake? Where do you take them to, man? So the outdoors for sure. Okay. You know, I mean, anybody comes here, I, 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 I've always been an outdoors person. Like, like growing up also, you know, my grandfather was a fisherman. So he, he used to love fishing. We used to always go fishing. My family, our family is literally defined on like family outings and camping, literally pick up and let's just go and take off type of thing. So when we, when people come here, I'm literally like, let's plan a day at the lake or let's go see a mountain that has like a waterfall or something like that. And then, you know, go to downtown, go visit the local breweries and stuff like that, you know, get a good bite to eat and, and whatnot. So definitely the outdoors. Outdoors for sure. Any favorite local eating spots? I mean, obviously, come and grab a quesadilla from you and, and stuff. My little like dude that. wants to say hi. Sorry, oh, he just can't. Of course, he's got to make. He's got to make. How you doing, little guy? What's That's his, always okay hi. with me. What's okay, cool. His name What's is his Isaiah. Name? Isaiah. Isaiah, shout out Isaiah. to Isaiah. Yeah, that's a good name. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah, he's just hanging out. Say what's up. Say what's up. How, say, how old are you? Say three. He's said three. Yeah, oh my three. Gosh, so <laughs> we have a daughter who's three. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. Um, local eateries. Um, yeah, yeah, just something like that. You know, you like to to eat at, man. To eat at, honestly, um, I really, really enjoy Purgatory. Okay. Have you heard of Purgatory? Yeah, Purgatory. Yeah, yeah they're good. Man, that, I, I, love, I think they got like a San Francisco vibe kind of going. Like, I just love their atmosphere, their food. Whoever's in that kitchen, man, knows what they're doing. I really, really enjoy Purgatory. Every time, like I said, I have friends or something like that. If it's on the weekends, guarantee we're going there Sunday. Like brunch time, lunch time, anything like that. Uh, definitely one of my uh, go-to spots for sure. Is there anything you would change about Salt Lake City or the area, the valley? Is there anything you would change if you had the opportunity? Man, to? No, don't even get me started on that right there because I'm going to let you know how it is. But these damn liquor laws need to change ASAP. I, I want to be able to go buy a bottle on a Sunday or even just go to a local grocery store and go get me a bottle when I'm, yeah. when I'm running low. But no, no, and, and, and all jokes aside, honestly, I mean – I don't, I, I don't know. I, I really, I, I think Utah's in, in, in a good direction where I know either the locals hate it that everybody's uh, moving here from LA or New York, Texas, because it's such a great state. I honestly, there's really nothing I can say bad about Utah. Everything since I've touched down here, I've embraced. Like, I, I love everything about it. The, the peacefulness the the community aspect the people here like people here are so friendly like it, it's incredible how i used to just sit outside of my porch and i used to get just somebody waving at me or hey how you doing how's your day i'm like uh my day's going good you know like i mean where i come <laughs> from you say you say hey how you doing or hey what's up you know you better be careful who you're talking to because you never know you know but um, it's uh, – it, dude, honestly, I have nothing to complain about Utah. Utah's beautiful. Utah's an amazing place. I love it. Dude, I love your attitude with it, man. Imagine know, if everybody yeah. – dude, it's it's growing so much. I mean, you've been here in, for four years. It has grown so much over even those last four and five years, man. It's uh, – I mean, my family moved to Utah well over 20 years ago from California. So we've been here wow. for a minute. But uh, – so, you know, but uh, it's it's a change, man, from California to here. So props to oh, you for yeah. even, in, you know, enduring that change. Dude, I'm so glad I reached out to you. 
and, and ask Thank you to come you. on the podcast and, and share a little bit of your story. I know we just kind of skimmed the surface with everything, man, but is there anything that you were hoping we could talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about? Dude, I mean, honestly, I, I just, like I said, I, whoever's listening, anybody out there, I know maybe they see our Instagram page or like, oh, what is that type of thing? I'm like, really? Like, I, I really challenge those people to just come on by and, and, and try my food and just, you know, whether you don't like it. I mean, I know there's going to be people that are not going to like it, you know, but I, I will say this. I got something for everybody. Um, you know, it's crazy how fast an hour can go on a podcast. Like, I think this is like the fastest hour I've gone through something in quite a while, but, but, um, I have something for everybody. I literally have, when it comes to gluten-free keto options, we don't really get to talk about a whole lot of that, but I, well, I literally, let's talk about that for a minute. What do you got? Hey. Okay. Let's, I mean, we got, cause I got some gluten-free listeners and stuff. So yeah, let's, let's yeah. talk about so, that for a second. So if, 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 if you ever come, if you're not feeling a quesadilla, what I do is I do a, a gluten-free and it's also a keto is that we we hand made well we, we get cheese our cheese and we throw it on the griddle and we shape it in a in, in a tortilla form and it's straight cheese and it just gets nice and crispy and then we load it up with the ingredients that you can and cannot have for allergy purposes or you're on a diet and can't do gluten. Um, you get this big old cheese tortilla that gets folded up with your protein, some sauces on the side, fresh pico de gallo. It literally goes bananas for the people that can't enjoy a nice hot flour tortilla. They go to that and they're just mind blown sometimes like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that with just cheese. I'm like, yeah, you could just throw it on the griddle, let it sizzle, let it get crazy and load it up with your favorite proteins, some good sauces that come off of our truck. And it's, it's, a, it's a good lunch or a good dinner any time of the day. That's good to know. Like I said, even, uh, well, our daughter, our daughter, our three-year-old, uh, we try to feed her gluten-free. She just does better, uh, with, with some of her allergies. And so right. it's nice to know these options, right? Like it's right, nice yes. to know that they're out there. I mean, how can, I mean, are you out there like quite a bit? How can people kind of keep up on your schedule that are listening? Yeah. Social to, media. Social media. Social, you gotta love social yeah. media, man. So, dude, I love social media. I tell I tell everybody that comes up and they're like, "Man, your social media is crazy. Like, you do such good photography." It's literally the power of an iPhone, and you posting it and a couple hashtags here and there, and, and you know, sky's the limit. It's free. Instagram is free. I think you must have talent because if that was true. We'd all be famous. Well, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. It just, it also depends who comes to your truck and how many followers they have to apply to you, you know? So that's, that's also what has helped me out also to get where I'm at also too. But, um, social media, Instagram and Facebook are our two key points of where you can find us. We post our weekly schedule, Sunday evenings, mid Sundays. Uh, we post our whole weekly schedule so you can see where we're going to be at the whole week. And then we post every day before 10 a.m on Facebook and Instagram of where we will be that day. If we're closed, we'll just post that we're closed that day. Um, Instagram is bomb underscore Dilla. Facebook is bomb space Dilla. And those are our two key points. Like I said, Utah, man, come, come, come out. You know, give us give us a shot. Come try us out. I got go let them know you everybody. heard him on the podcast, man. Go yeah, say, yeah, please. Who's one? I am Salt yes, Lake, and, and I yes. want to try some of this these spicy Cheetos. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, we, we got to get our teenagers some of those. They yeah. would love it yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh, please, I would I would love to give you guys a nice hot plate. You guys come on by whenever you guys 
see our post or anything like that, man, please come on uh, by. Got you. something for everybody. The only, the only, the only really thing I don't have is our, um, I think it's the vegan world that I kind of don't really jump into. It's a very complex, very, you got to be careful. So that's, um, that's one realm that I'm not comfortable in yet. Cause I don't want to disrespect anybody or feed somebody that they're, you know, not allowed to have this and this, but other than that, I think I have something for everybody. I would love Utah to come out and, and give us a, give us a try, you know, let us know what you guys think. You know, like I said, maybe it is for you, maybe it's not, but, um, you know, I've, I've always told my, this myself, this is that when I, when I started this business, I've always want to be different. I, I want to be different. I want to do things different or do things out of the ordinary. And, um, I think people are slowly grasping onto our out of the ordinary ideas. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, like I said, Utah got some pretty high mountains, so I'm slowly climbing those mountains. Dude, I love it. Right on. I love it. And seriously, uh, go go follow his Instagram and Facebook. I'll put all those links on our website with this episode to at IamSaltLake.com. That way people are driving or something, they can't get to it. But but seriously, I'm sure, especially with summer coming up, hopefully this yes. summer we got a little busier than last summer. And we might see at some of the you know farmers markets and stuff like that even, you know, you never know, right? So, hopefully, uh, hopefully nor- normality is coming back. I'm really hoping yeah. that. You know, I, I, know so I think we nice. all want more normality. Yes. Chrissy has a final question, man, that she asks everybody that comes through here. So I'm going to let her ask the question, Ruben. Thank you for doing the podcast with us. You have an awesome night, seriously. And uh, uh, best of luck with things. And let's catch up down the road, man. Let's thank catch you, up. Chris. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. In, in the most humble and respectful way, thank you for having me and just, you know, giving my, you know, a little, a little spotlight for my business out here in Utah. I really do appreciate that. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome, man. Very welcome. Oh, man. We're excited to hear about it. Are you kidding? Thanks for coming on. Um, before we let you go, though, I do need you to leave our listeners with either a motto or a piece of life advice that either you live by or you wish everybody else would live by. Chase your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot do anything in life. You can do anything you put your mind to. And most of all, be nice to people. This, we live in a crazy world right now. Be nice. You know, let, let, let's, uh, let's uh, treat everybody with respect and just be nice, man. Like I said, this, this world that we're living right now in this day and age is, is kind of crazy. But be nice. And uh, at least coming from me, I'm, yeah, that does go a long way. I'm going to, like I said, I hope to put a, a smile on somebody's face through a hot plate of food. Thanks again to Ruben for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with this episode show notes on our podcast website at IamSaltLake.com. And for this episode specifically, IamSaltLake.com slash 477. Hey, and before we wrap up this week's episode of the podcast, I want to mention a couple of ways you can support the podcast. Keep the podcast afloat, so to say. You can leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. It's been a while since anybody's left one, so show us some love and go in there and leave one, and we might even read it here on the podcast. Another way you could uh, support the podcast is by becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake. You guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city, support local, and we're going to see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy. <laughs>